Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rule book and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman. From hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more, whether you are pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Are you ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Work Party, the podcast that's part work, part party. Work Party celebrates a new generation of women and femmes redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. On this week's episode, I'm excited to introduce Dr. Shanev Jeanatin, our oculofacial plastic surgeon and founder of Brooklyn Face and Eye, as well as one of the most eye-catching beauty brands on the market, Epilogic. Epilogic started as a brand that Dr. Jeanatin never meant to leave her actual practice. She was seeing hundreds of patients who'd emptied out their beauty halls at her office, looking for the culprit that kept them from having the skin that they wanted. As an antidote, she created her own skincare line, a simplified line of daily essentials that utilize research-backed ingredients like vitamin C, retinol, and peptides aplenty. And in 2020, her line was part of the Glossier grant program for Black-owned businesses. So today we're going to talk about the benefits of an accelerator programs and grants, as well as the process of rebranding her line, which she just did last year. So there's plenty to dive into. So welcome to the work party, Dr. Jeanatin. We're so excited to have you. Jacqueline, it's such a pleasure. You have no idea. I've been looking forward to this conversation. I'm really excited to dive into all the things. So first I have to know, what does an oculofacial plastic surgeon do daily? And I hope I pronounced that correctly. No, you nailed it. And honestly, it's just like too many syllables for like <laughs> something that should be simple to express. It's really like what it sounds like. So eyes and face were just like super subspecialized. There are like multiple things that we like are known for. If you think about it, like eyelids, orbit, everything around the eyeball, outside the eyeball, like that's our jam. Like day to day, I'm like 
doing lots of different things. It's like Botox, fillers, that's like the whole face, lasers, microneedling. But when you think about like what our surgical subspecialty is, like people who have droopy eyelids or like under eye bags, that's like the cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Or even like there's like a whole medical field. There's like, you know, if someone gets a skin cancer on their eyelid, like how do you help mm-hmm. them remove it and like reconstruct a lid? People can get like fractures of the orbital tissue, the bones around the eye. And so we go in and we like reconstruct those bones so that you have like a healthy orbital socket. So um, even though it's like a super niche specialty, we do lots of fun things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have one eyelid or one eye that's bigger than the other. We should talk, girl. No, I'm <laughs> no but um, it's so interesting. I mean, I, I love learning about it. And obviously we've seen such a massive explosion of people who used to not talk about getting Botox fillers, things like that. But now it's like everyone's sort of dishing on, on their experience. But I want you to tell me about your experience with women bringing their products to, to you and seeing the irritants in them and how this inspired you to create your own line. Yeah. More than anything, like, you know, when I'm doing consults, I'm always asking my patients, like, what do you do for your face? Like, it makes no sense for me to like, talk to you about how I'm going to do like microsurgery on your eyelid and perfect this. And we're not taking care of your skin. Mm. So like, as part of that conversation, I would ask my patients, like, bring the stuff in, let's see what you've got in your arsenal. And that way I can help you like tweak it and optimize it. And like, my gosh, the conversations that came up, it was just like, there was like so much frustration, so much despair. Like you could tell that like people were like really sort of like earnestly going after their goals, Mm. but just feeling sort of like dismayed by how much they've been disappointed by the things they get. Mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, um, there's like lack of efficacy, right? Like, you know, I did all the instructions. I was like faithful to this product over like, you know, months and months, months, seeing nothing. Or, right, like this is the worst, right? I'm prone to hyperpigmentation and I'm using this routine and things are actually getting worse rather than better. Right. So those are the things that came up and really sort of was like really eye-opening to hear over and over again. Like you realize like some of these things are just happening with like such a degree. Totally. So where do you see people right now spending money that they don't need to be? I mean, I feel like every week there's a new thing that you need to be doing. Like what are some of the like unnecessary steps you're seeing? I just think marketing is sometimes just like really deceptive and like unfair, right? Just because of my specialty, people come to me with like eye concerns, right? And like someone who's had like a surgical issue, like nothing's going to get rid of a bag, like nothing in the world is going to get rid of a bag except like a trip to the operating room. Mm. And they're like, oh, but I use this. And it says like, see, it says gets rid of bags, you know? Um, And so there's all the false claims that really kind of prey on people's vulnerabilities and like goals that really just like, it makes me really sad. And you can like see how just like frustrated people become with the beauty industry because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like just to get, and I've been seeing a lot on TikTok, people just being like, this is not real. Like you have to, there's like way more at play here. So you have a lot of different roles. Like you're playing artists with people's faces, chemists with the products, and I'm sure psychologists some days with people who are talking about how they want to look and feel and all those things. What parts of of your job excite you the most? Okay. This may sound a little cheesy, but I call it the mirror moment, right? Like someone comes in, they do a consult. There's a little bit of anxiety. Like, am I going to trust this stranger with my face? You do a treatment and then you hand them the mirror And then all of a sudden there's like this electricity in the room, right? Like, and it's not just joy, right? There's this like sense of like recognition, like this awareness of themselves that they've trying to be like foster, bring out. And then they see it in front of themselves. Like, oh my gosh, like it is so much fun to be a part of that journey with someone. And like, 
be there for that moment and see that like that twinkle in their eyes when they like see themselves the way they wanted to for so long. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's so special. So let's dive into the line a little bit. Your line is developed to care for melanated skin. What specific concerns did your patients want to address that maybe other brands were overlooking or just not getting right? And how did you go about choosing like the ingredients, the formula, all those things? Yeah. So Epilogic like definitely centers melanated skin, hyperpigmentation prone skin, Um, but truly it's skincare for everyone. My Mm. philosophy is that if you center the most reactive, the most sensitive, then you've made something that's suitable for all skin tones and all skin types. And typically like melanin rich skin is more prone to inflammatory complications. So that's basically my formulation philosophy, like make the products work smarter rather than harder, like do no harm. So Epilogic right now is a core collection of eight multitasking products. Mm. And like I mentioned, right, the idea is to like get ahead of hyperpigmentation. So everything has a nod to like evening out skin tone, you know, reducing discoloration, but also just like, I'm a clinician, like I can't lie, right? Like there are certain things that are like tried and true to my heart. Like I love evidence. I love research. I love data. The hardworking ingredients that have like, you know, stood the test of time are like still my favorites, vitamin C's, retinols. But like my philosophy is like, how can we just sort of like be modernized in our approach and like elevate the formulation so that like they fit the modern woman. So if you think about it, like our vitamin C is encapsulated, it's time release, right? Mm -hmm. We know vitamin C is super efficacious, but it does irritate some people and it can make some people's hyperpigmentation worse. And so really with all the products, there was a nod to how do we take what's been done and been proven, but just like make it better and like super suitable to um, all skin types today. Hey, Work Party listeners, do you want the benefit from the expertise of professional skin therapists who have touched, squeezed, massaged, and buffed the skin of millions of people? Well, Dermalogica is a professional-grade skincare line formulated and used by skincare experts across the globe. Dermalogica doesn't just cover, blur, or minimize skin conditions. They treat it all. And what's more, you can get their results by booking an appointment with one of the brand's skin therapists or by utilizing Dermalogica's professional-grade, certified, cruelty-free products that follow a strict no-list of ingredients. With serums, cleansers, and moisturizers free of artificial colors or fragrances, mineral oil, lanolin, or parabens, you'll be left with products you'll covet and your skin will absolutely love. Lately, my favorite has been the Daily Microfoliant, which gently buffs away the layer of dead skin cells on the top surface of my complexion, leaving it feeling healthy and primed for the rest of my skincare products to go on following it. Here's how I use it. Before I get ready for bed, I grab some warm towels, play some chill music, and use my daily microfoliant. I dispense a tiny amount into my wet hands so it creates a creamy paste. I apply it to my face in circular motions, massaging gently for one minute. Then I rinse, pat dry, and head to bed. I'm not the only one who loves it. The iconic exfoliating powder is sold every 33 seconds. Want to try it for yourself? Use the code PARTY to get a free sample of the daily microfoliant when you spend $20 at Dermalogica.com. That's code PARTY for a free sample of the daily microfoliant when you spend $20 at Dermalogica.com. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. 
Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. Knowing your business inside and out means that you have a tight handle on your numbers and what they mean. It's true when your business is growing quickly and even more true in times like these, where there's a lot of uncertainty for entrepreneurs and small business owners. With a tightening labor market, clogged supply chain, and inflation, many business owners feel they're navigating without a roadmap. But that doesn't have to be the case. Meet NetSuite by Oracle. Over 33,000 businesses turn to NetSuite so they can know their numbers to a T. It's the number one cloud financial system trusted by business owners who want to power their growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and beyond, NetSuite provides you with all of the tools you need to grow all in one place. What's more, it's a huge time saver. NetSuite can automate processes like closing your books that would otherwise take you away from focusing on business at hand. It's truly no wonder that 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control of their operations after upgrading to NetSuite. Ready to try it? For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those who are ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash party. Head to netsuite.com slash party for the special one-of-a-kind offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com slash party. So what are some of the ingredients that are like non-negotiables for you? You're like, they have to be in there. They are amazing. I, vitamin C obviously was one. What are some other yeah, ones? Yeah. Vitamin C, retinol. I am obsessed with growth factors. Like quite honestly, my master plan serum is like our hero product and it's full of growth factors and peptides. And we even have more products in the pipeline, like ut- utilizing that technology. Like what are growth in factors? my practice? I don't know. What that yeah. Is. Yeah. 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 So they are like, Okay, you can think of them as these molecular substances that we're born with in our tissues. And as we get older, like they just wane in concentration. And they're really responsible for like messenger function. For example, like when your skin is injured and the healing response gets kicked up, it's the growth factors that Mm. kind of swarm in and coordinate that response. Right. Like in my practice, I love doing microneedling and that's like a controlled injury. Right. And you see someone's complexion like transformed through that. And the thought process process was like, how do we give someone that benefit without a doctor's appointment? Like, how do you keep that going in someone's routine in their bathroom? And so that's where growth factors in a bottle come. Ooh, okay. I need more growth factors is what I'm really. <laughs> so you were part of the first ever Glossier grant program in 2020, which came along with money to help fund your business and access to an advisory board to help navigate the, the world of entrepreneurship. Tell me a little bit about like the experience of applying for that, winning it, getting it and what type of business plan you created, like, you know, based on that, uh, program. Yeah. So the application was interesting. It was not a business plan, right? Um, if anything, I've got to say, like, I am not cocky. So I'm going to answer this question here and be like, oh my God, she is such an egomaniac. And I'm just going to tell you, this is like such a departure from my usual self. But I remember filling out that application. I'm like, I got this. (laughs) Like, and that is just not my experience in life. It was really like, you know, the application just wanted to get to know you, your mission, who you were trying to serve and how you were trying to do it. And like, 
that is something I like live and breathe every day, which is why I was just like, come on, let's sign me up already. Like, where's the check? Like <laughs> when's the yeah. first day of the accelerator, like, let's go. So yeah, it wasn't business plan focused as much as it was sort of like the, those other like intangibles, like, um, how are you trying to like get the work done? Yeah. And so what did it provide in terms of resources? It was a world like, okay. So first of all, it came with like a nice check, which like is helpful, but even more helpful, like the Glossier company just opened their doors to like the wealth of resources that like that talent and team offers. So the way it worked is like you had one main mentor and like Ashley Mayer, love you forever. Um, she was my girl. And then they would put you in touch with other leaders of other divisions so that like in real time, as you're having issues in your business, you could like touch pace with their head of supply chain. Mm. I remember master plan did really well when we first launched it. Um, we ended up like selling out on Violet Gray, like as soon as we launched Amazing. and I needed to replenish my inventory with a quickness and I couldn't get a hold of pumps. And I was like, Oh my God, my life is over as like a small business. I'm just like, yeah. I don't know how to deal with it. And then I reached out to head of supply chain and she mobilized her team to find me pumps. Do you know? So it was like having Glossier's team as an extension of your own. Like wow. they really leaned into the experience and it was amazing. I met up with one of my fellow grantees like just the other night. And she was saying that um, right now, one of the vendors that she worked with like had some issues in terms of her packaging. And she got someone from the Glossier team to interface with them and kind of bulldog and got the situation resolved. So even like years later, they're still in our corner. Like it was incredible. Awesome. So I was going to ask, do you recommend a grant program or accelerated program? It sounds like it was very helpful for your business. It was, but I've got to say like, you know, myself and the other grantees, like we chop it up. We're still like very close and we talk about it and there are some bad experiences. Mm. Sometimes the check size is so small that it just doesn't make a dent. And mm. listen, no one scoffs at money, but like if you're going to lean in and saying that you're supporting a business, like there has to come something with it, especially if like, you know, there are required office hour times that come along with it. Um, there was another grant um, grantee program where the person told me that they would sign up for the office hours and like no one else would log on. Mm. Like just there was like a little bit of absence. So I think it depends on like how well organized it is, how earnest it is, if it's monetary, the check size and what they're demanding of your time, right? Because some of these programs are so small, like if I just devote that time to my business, I will surpass what you're giving me. Right, you know? so. right. It has to be worth it. No, that's some good advice. What would you say is a minimum check size you think is worthwhile as a small business owner? I mean, for me now, I would say if it's below 20 or 25 and you're asking my time, honestly, it just doesn't make sense. Like the calculation, the math doesn't work. Okay. Good advice. Good advice. So let's get into the product branding. So you actually underwent a rebrand. Why did you decide, you know, obviously after launching, like I need to rebrand this product? Yeah. So Epilogic first launched in my practice. Um, like I made it for my patients and sort of like when we launched and we were getting like noise and interest from the rest of the world, like we were getting press, we were getting awards. I was like, I'm onto something here. Like there's like, you know, it was like a proof of concept moment. And so for me, the rebrand was just like, listen, if I like have this mission and I have this philosophy, like I want to totally lean in. Epilogic 1.0 was a little timid. I was just like, let's go. Like I, I realized there's something here and I want to go full throttle. Yeah. I love that. I mean, sometimes you just have to put it out into market and see, and then you totally. can always go back and revisit it. I think sometimes people get hung up on perfectionism and sometimes you just got to get out the door. 
So did you have this general sense um, of what you wanted when you were launching it or during the rebrand or what were some of the lessons you learned when launching it and then going back to the drawing board? I think margins are always like scary. Like I want everything for everything. And I'm just like, that's not viable. Um, And so it's, it's always the battle, right? Like as a physician, I'm going to first and foremost say like, I'm not the most like astute at like the business, you know, and like, just take care of the person using the product. Like that's all that matters. And at the end of the day, you're like, Oh wait, but I can't sell it. (laughs) Um, So I would say like um, paying closer attention to margins is something that I had to get smart about. Unfortunately with the relaunch, we had to raise some prices a little bit. I tried to um, limit it as much as I could, but yeah, it was a reality to keep things viable. What other lessons did I learn? I think margins were my biggest one because quite honestly, like I, w- I was losing some along the way with um, some of my old pricing. No, I, I honestly think that's the biggest lesson, right? Is the unit economics of the product. Like packaging, you can be like, I want the most beautiful, you know, gorgeous packaging. It costs money and it adds into your bottom line. So it's really about creating, you know, the best possible product at the margins that are going to obviously make your business long-term sustainable while also delivering on, you know, your goal of, you know, delivering the best possible products out there. So totally understandable. I think we, I've been seeing a lot on Instagram of people saying, Hey, we had to raise our prices because I think there's just, you know, the cost of paper, of wood, of whatever, it's all gone up tenfold because of inflation. So I think a lot of people are struggling with that, but I do think there's a level of understanding at least amongst consumers, but look better now than down the line. Um, you know, when you you're too far gone on the margin game. So I think that's actually great advice. Create and Cultivate is in the business of empowering women by sharing resources, knowledge, and community to help drive women's entrepreneurship forward. That's why I'm so excited today to tell you about Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business, a business school that offers full-time, evening, and executive MBA programs, which are consistently ranked in the top 20 in the nation. Scheller is committed to helping women achieve their dreams, no matter your background, work experience, or future goals. When you enroll in a business education at Scheller, you'll gain endless opportunities to grow and transform both personally and professionally. At Scheller, women are leaders in the community and have many outlets to flex their leadership skills. And when you graduate, you'll be ready to take on your biggest dreams. Scheller's MBA career services are ranked in the top five in the world five years running. In fact, the class of 2022 graduates had a 100% employment rate. If you're looking for a way to grow, but aren't sure how to finance this education, Scheller offers many scholarships for women. Making this move to invest in yourself and your education can feel accessible. Visit gtmbawomen.com to learn more about Scheller's MBA programs. That's gtmbawomen.com women.com to learn more about Scheller's MBA programs. So now you're running multiple businesses. Um, How are you devoting time to each? How do you sort of split up your day? Yeah. So I've got to say that even though like squarely it's two businesses, running the practice is like a breeze. If anything, like it's interesting to me that like I went to school for so long, (laughs) you know, to like be a physician that I like, I walk in and I feel like the expert, you know, like there's something like 
so easy and like seamless to me about that. And then I go to work on Epilogic and I'm like, what is happening? Like I'll leave a meeting and I was like, what are they talking about? Like, you know, it's so humbling and I feel like such a newbie. And I'll be honest with you, like I've just gotten like the rug pulled out from underneath me so many times just because like it's a trial by fire in terms of like education and learnings. But it's been such like an amazingly, amazingly like wild, satisfying journey that I'll take the chaos any day of the week. But to be fair, like it's definitely not an even split. Like I will walk into my practice and I was like, what happens here? What are we doing today? You know, and like my staff will inform me. Whereas with the skincare and epilogic, it's like, okay, how do I get a hold of the day? Like, what are the things that I absolutely have to get done today? So it's an entirely different feeling attributed to both entities. Yeah. So when did you know you were ready to launch your second business? You know, I think to your point, like it sounds like the practice was a well-oiled machine kind of running on its own. Was that always the roadmap? Did you put in place any financial goals for yourself to hit before you took the leap? Like, how did you sort of think about it? If anything, I'm somewhat of an accidental entrepreneur, to be totally honest with you. Like the practice came about out of necessity. Like Mm -hmm. I was working for other practices. I was working for hospitals and I was like, not one more day. I can't go back to these places. I remember there was one group practice I went to and I opened up a cabinet to take out some supplies for my patient and everything fell down on my head. I was just like, no, like I can't, this is not, this is not working. So like, you know, me building my own office and like, you know, making that work was honestly like quite out of necessity. So I was like, I can't, I can't function in these other environments. Mm. And then Epilogic grew naturally out of an evolution, right? Like my practice scaled and like met a place of sort of like saturation. Like, I don't want to say quickly, but like we got there and like, we were able to keep that going. Right. And then like, I kept hearing, like I told you before, like these like notes of like frustration, like the despair, the, um, the patients like wanted something else on the skincare front. And so creating Epilogic to serve their needs, like naturally came out of those conversations and it just made sense, right? Like in terms of my practice, I'm not interested in hiring other providers. I'm not interested in opening up other locations. And so Epilogic is something that can scale because the office is at a point where it's like it's hit its max. And so it just made sense. Yeah, I love that. So I really think it's great that you've been able to put boundaries around the specific things that you know that you want and don't want. Like, I don't want to have multiple offices. I don't want to have that. How do you feel like you were able to make those decisions as a founder and take the leap? Because I think a lot of times people are like, okay, well, this is going really well. I should be doubling down on this and like, you know, doing more in that direction. Like, did you always find it was an internal compass or do you have people you talk to? Do you have a coach? Do you have a mentor? Is it just like your friends? How do you figure it out? I don't want to make it sound like I'm like totally a desert island and I make it happen on my own. Like I definitely have people that I can check in with, but what you said about the internal compass, it's so strong. Like I, if anything, like I understand, like maximize on my strengths and sort of like delegate my weaknesses, you know? And so for me, my strength is just like, it's in the products, it's in the taking care of the faces, it's in the patient interaction. So I'm just like, listen, in the office, this gives me a lot of joy um, in terms of like the dollars and cents, this makes sense. And then like, let's cap it. Let's put a boundary around it. This is enough. And for Epilogic, there is like, you know, I have this, like this passion, this vigor, this drive to just like, see how far I can take this. Cause I just think like we're onto something great in terms of like, what, what sort of like allows me to like, create those boundaries versus like create space. It's just like when you see that, um, like the acceleration is happening, like it's just so much easier to pour more into that where with the practice, like I just don't want to hire 
three other positions. Like there's, there's no desire for me to manage that or be like responsible for their work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's an important thing to know is like what you, what you like, what you don't like, what you're good at, what you see as a long-term vision, what's scalable without you having to be the person there all the time. So I think that's really great advice. So let's wrap with some sentence finishers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The most effective skincare ingredient is you're this like, is so boring. You're like surgery. Sunscreen. <laughs> Sunscreen, Sunscreen yeah. right? No, it's true. It's true. Right? Like if someone comes to my practice, this has happened. They're like, doc, I have no budget. Just take care of my face. And I'm like, okay, let's start from the basics. What do you do at home? And they're like, nothing. And I'm like, oh my God, just <laughs> go use some sunscreen and then come back to me and then we'll talk. Do you oh know what gosh. I mean? Like, so. I'm really bad at putting sunscreen on. So I like am that patient. I need to do that. Um, (laughs) I am her. Um, The product I'm most proud of. Master plan. It was my most daring, right? Like, even though I think my vitamin C and my retinol are special, like growth factors is a, is a terrain that not a lot of people Mm. dare like dabble in. And I was just like, the technology is too good. The potential is too great. Like, let's go. It's expensive to formulate with. It's um, annoying to get right. The texture is almost impossible to mm. nail down. And then the price point for the, you know, the consumer is high, but it's just that good. Yeah. yeah I was saying it works. Plan, it works. For sure. Yeah. Something people get wrong about branding. I had a conversation with someone about this yesterday. When we were going through the relaunch, I remember like going through these design meetings with my my team, my creatives, and I remember like half feeling excited about it and half being scared by it. Like, mm. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know if I can do this. I actually think like you have to feel like you're doing something daring. You're doing something that makes you uncomfortable because listen, like there's so much noise. And if you're not actually going to do something new or interesting, like, is it worth doing? So that's what I would say. Like you have to, you have to feel like you're putting yourself out there. Like yeah. you can make yourself uncomfortable. For sure. To your point that it is such a crowded marketplace. If you're not standing out in some way, shape or form, you know, I think that's important. Take a little bit of a risk. And the one piece of skin care advice I have that everyone should follow besides wearing sunscreen is actually use the products. Mm. Okay. I know that sounds really basic, but like I have, and I've, I've been guilty of this myself. Like you buy all the things and you're not consistent with the routine and you wonder why you're not getting anywhere. The results don't come on your face by swiping your credit card. <laughs> like you I wish they did. Um, <laughs> no, that's a good point. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I think we don't want to be um, as like acquainted with the physiology of skin as it is. Like you're not going to see results overnight. You're not going to see results in a week. Like the way skin actually works, like you have to commit to using something like four to six weeks in earnest if you really want to see the results. And so, I mean, in our sort of like world where we're just like used to things happening on the fly and with a quickness, like four to six weeks seems like an eternity. But if you're not giving something daily application in that much time, like it's not reality. Good advice. So thank you so much for coming on Work Party. Can you tell everyone where they can follow you and learn more about your products? Yeah. So Epilogic on Instagram is at epi, E-P-I dot logic. My practice is Brooklyn Face and I. So that's at B-K-L-Y-N Face and I, all written out for the face and I. And our products are at epilogicskincare.com. We've got some great retail partners, namely Violet Gray, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Knockout Beauty. Amazing. You can shop us. Awesome. Well, congratulations on your success and thanks so much for being on the pod. Thank you. 
For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.